0: So hi, Chris. Welcome to our podcast.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. Ma. I really appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Look, so I guess for our audience, they don't know much about you. So it'd be great to have a bit of a, you know, a background of of, of your story and why you decided to launch your own agency. So if you could take us uh, through that, that'd be awesome.
1: Sure. So I actually started off as a freelancer for solopreneurs on Upwork, actually. And okay. I, 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 went on thinking that this was just going to be supplemental income. <laughs> and so I started working with these solopreneurs. They were just, uh, entrepreneurs that had a very small online business. And I started off doing social media, you know, marketing for them, like generating some graphic content, etc. And I then was only interested in growing their business at an exponential rate in the fastest way possible. (laughs) And so I started diving into Facebook ads. And I loved it. I basically would go to sleep listening to these Facebook ads, people teaching me uh, Facebook ads. And Mm -hmm. from there, I had a, a lot of requests for people who wanted to collaborate, have me be their advertiser. And I found that I loved the e-commerce niche the most after mm-hmm. working with various types of clients and in various industries and niches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started focusing on that. After, shortly after that, I was getting probably for two months requests from people for, um, I would say five a week and I could only work on, you know, I ha- I was at max capacity, so I kept turning these people away, and that's when I decided to start my own agency. Um, and that was in June of last year. So we're relatively new. Uh, we've experienced some really fast growth as an agency in the in the last seven months. And so now mm-hmm. we're here. Now I have a team of. We're growing. Uh, I. I, 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 I adding new team members. February is a hiring time for me, so we're about 15 people now. And that's on a global scale, uh, both Mm -hmm. on the client side and on the team side. So, yeah, it's been fun.
0: (laughs) That's really awesome. And so is your agency also focusing on e-commerce? Yeah, so we only focus on e-commerce. And we really just focus
1: on uh, e-commerce businesses who have surpassed the initial startup stage and they're mm-hmm. really just looking for somebody to help them scale. So these mm-hmm. are businesses who are already generating, let's say, 700K in annual revenue and they're looking for somebody to get them to that uh, eight-figure threshold.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. And it's amazing that since June already, you're you you know, you're about 15 people in, in, in the team. That's That's really great. It'd be great to know you know, how, how you've, you've structured your team, really? Like, how have you been finding uh, people to join your team? And you mentioned, I guess, uh, that you have people abroad. So, I guess, a remote team. Is everyone remote or you have a few people with you and a few people remote? How does it work?
1: So, everyone is remote, um, with the exception of one of my newer hires who is, uh, who is helping me create structure within the agency. We've experienced such fast growth. Mm -hmm. that you go through these growing pains and things aren't really, you don't have that solid infrastructure to create a seamless workflow. And so she's working with me. uh, She's kind of like my right-hand person right now and helping me execute and implement some of the designs that I'm, that I'm thinking of that'll help increase the efficiency and workflow within the agency. But yes, they're global. And I guess I'm going to, I'm going to reveal a secret to you that Mm -hmm. I haven't shared with a lot of uh, the, my colleagues in the in the industry, they're always one thing that I, I think I have done well in terms of my strengths, because uh, it's really important to recognize what your strengths are um, is to build a remote global team that is also really close, mm-hmm. that is also really passionate, that you don't have to like pull their teeth into like showing up every day and executing. Mm-hmm. It's identifying these people and then also making it very cost effective, especially mm-hmm. when you're just starting out and you're kind of bootstrapping. And the secret is everybody says, you know, hire overseas in India or Philippines, but it's actually um, the combination of passion, drive, intelligence, skill, and um, cost efficiency, as well as Being in like a workable time zone Mm -hmm. is Eastern Europe. So most of my team members are actually from Eastern Europe. Uh, These are like the talent that's in the Baltic seas and they speak English very well. And so that's just like on a practical level. That's where, you know, these are for my developers. These are for my VAs. These are for uh, my ad buyers. These are a lot of the technical Mm -hmm. aspects. And then I also have a graphic designer there. And then a lot of the creative stuff, like um, our video ads that we produce, they're Mm -hmm. more U.S. based.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And did you discover this secret, I guess, by trial and error? Or was this something that I guess you've tested before? And so once you've jumped into this agency, you already had that knowledge?
1: No, it was luck. My very first... When I decided to uh, hire my very first ad buyer, I only, uh, of course, I went on Upwork because that's where I started. Mm -hmm. And I only, I confined the job posting to just the US, but for some reason, somebody was able to kind of like from Eastern Europe was able to sneak in and apply. And he ended Mm -hmm. up being the most qualified person. And, uh, from there, my team has grown. So it was by accident and by complete chance. And I, I, I think that that's one of the reasons why I've been able to grow so fast and also build an, an, an awesome culture so far where everybody on the team just loves working with each other and loves the work and, uh, and they, they make it a high priority.
0: That's awesome. And in terms of your, um, you know, agency culture, do you have principles that you follow? Like everyone that's joining, you know, is aware of those values, you onboard them. How how do you how do you build this culture?
1: Yeah, it is actually formulaic. It's systematic. I did not really learn it. This is more intuitive mm. uh, on my end. So the very first interview, I would say, is... Um, the verbal interview, right? Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: uh, at that point, I don't really go into skills so much. I mean, that should be sort of you get you can gauge that just through their portfolio or their work. But the very first verbal interview is really about just seeing if we have the same values. Mm -hmm. And if we operate on the same principles. So Mm -hmm. how passionate are you about what you're doing? What is your next milestone? that you're trying to reach in life. And does that tie in to this position that I'm mm-hmm. interviewing you for? Or is it the most important differentiation is, are you just doing this because it's that's income, you know, you're just trying to make a living or is this something that you're doing because you really are passionate about it? Mm-hmm. So I look for that passion in the verbal interview. And then it's really just about, would you fit into to the ideal culture? Are you like, uh, do you have the same values and principles as us? So I very rarely go into the practicalities of the job or mm-hmm. the position, you know, and um, and it's really just asking if they have the bandwidth is the only practical question that I ask. You know, how mm-hmm. many projects are you currently doing? Can you do more than 20, 20 hours worth of work? Beyond that, I, I really like to get to know them. What is, you know, uh, do they love to travel? Which is all of us in the team, you know, do they love... To learn, that's a big, big part of our culture um, is, you know, how driven are you with personal growth? And if you really identify uh, somebody who's really driven mm-hmm. and they prioritize their own growth, uh, that's a really good sign. And yeah. then after that verbal interview, if they kind of pass and they mm-hmm. uh, they share the same principles and values, um, I have a test prepared for them mm-hmm. where um, – And this is something I got from Tim Ferriss a long time ago, which was, you know, give them a test, give them a deadline of the delivery date. And it's usually I ask them to it's a problem solving test Mm -hmm. and I ask them to record their approach to solving this problem. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's really just for me to analyze how they approach Sure. optimization and and, and, pr- and approach prioritization and, and really solving problems because that's 95% of what we do. And sure. then, uh, and and also, you know, relating to their skill level. So if they're an ad buyer, I'll show them like a sample campaign and, mm-hmm. you know, create a hypothetical problem. How would they solve that? If they're a developer, I'd create, again, another hypothetical problem. How do they solve that? So that's really where the skill part of it is complimented and whether, you know, I feel like they're going to did, did they deliver it at the at the deadline that they agreed to deliver it by? Sure, and that's, sure.
0: yeah. that's really cool. That's really awesome. And I guess being, you know, such a big team now and, you know, being remote, um, do you have any apps or software or tools that you love that, you know, using that just sort of saves, you know, helps you with the communication and saves the team, um, you know, countless hours or, or whatnot, anything that you'd want to share?
1: Um, sure. So I think that the actual softwares and tools that we use, it's really just about minimizing the amount of, hey, hey I got this done, just FYI, mm-hmm. or, you know, all of that stuff. Um, I've, ha- I've placed a lot of emphasis on shortening the delay time in communication as much as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. because
1: that will postpone the progress or delay the progress of any project. And and so the specific tools that I use in order to do that is uh, definitely Slack. Slack is our central communication. Mm-hmm. Then we pair Slack with Asana. So um, our project management, we use Asana for, and we integrate that into Slack so that um, if something is assigned to somebody, then mm-hmm. it's automatically updated inside Slack because everybody's on Slack and they're on Slack twenty four seven, and so then uh, the notification comes up on the on the let's say on the client channel mm-hmm. that something is due or somebody in the team has completed it or if there was a comment there, you know everything all the project management is inside Asana, but then the communication is streamlined from Asana to Slack automatically and that's just Mm -hmm. through an integration and then we have our google drive that we use for um all the pertinent documents that we need and then um any announcements that the whole team needs to know or needs to be updated with we use um loom
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and loom is a uh, video recording software that people can comment on as they watch the video and you get notified when somebody has watched the video. So if let's say every Monday, I'm going to give everybody, the whole team statuses for each client and I just record a loom video mm-hmm. and then on their own time, they can watch it when they're ready to work. They watch it. I get notified that they've watched it and then they can create commentary within that video on the exact you know, phrase that it sense that I said, you know. Sure, and sure. We can answer questions like that. So those are right now the core of our ecosystem. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, as being I guess the you know, the founder of the agency, I'm sure your days are full with many various tasks. But it'd be great to hear from you what's a typical day and how you prioritize your workflow for the day.
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um I think that the main thing that I, uh, I think that everybody needs to really understand in order to maximize the use of your own time and the value that you have to give to the agency mm-hmm. is to really under, to really break down your, out like if you, if you bring in, if you consider all the revenue that's coming in and then consider all the hours that you yourself are putting in, mm-hmm right? Break everything down to what are you making on an hourly basis, Mm -hmm. right? And at that point, you know that that is the maximum hourly rate that you should be hiring somebody else for. So if let's say um, you yourself are generating the invoices, or if you yourself are doing these admin tasks that Mm -hmm. can be outsourced at less than that maximum hourly rate, Mm -hmm. you should for sure be hiring somebody. Because then that removes, that frees up your time to design your, to make all of the critical decisions that will continue to generate value in the agency or in your company. For example, I went from a retainer-based to performance-based in the agency Mm-hmm. And so um, it was really crucial for me to network with other agency owners, to use my time to network with other performance-based agencies to understand how they structured it. You know, what should the contract look like? What are the expectations? So I should be doing more of that and less of, you know, designing spreadsheets or, sure. uh, you know, doing some some of the lower level activities, for example. So it's really crucial that you understand what your max hourly what your hourly rate is and you need to then outsource anybody that you can hire you can afford to hire at less than that hourly rate that you're Mm -hmm. constantly doing that's I would say the key
0: yeah and what helps you I guess delegate that work because obviously all of that is in your head what has been the process in place for you to be able to delegate all these tasks that you want off your plate
1: gosh you know it's I, 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 at one point was so overwhelmed, right? That I was just like, oh my gosh, how do I train when I don't have the time to train? Sure. And you know what the simple solution was? Mm-hmm. I think that we just so often kind of get overwhelmed that we don't realize that the solution is really just a 15 to 20 minute, write everything down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And for me, (laughs) it's really just been about creating these documents Mm
0: -hmm. that,
1: um, that basically explain the processes and systems to whoever I'm training, because yes, it is all in my head. And then um, when I actually train them and go through the document it's recorded mm-hmm. so that then the other person who I'm going to train after them in that position, I don't have to, uh, you know, we just recycle that same, that same uh, document, and that same video sure, in order sure. for them to understand. And so it, that's how I maximize my time. Mm-hmm. And in terms of delegating, you know, I just, I think that delegating is, is really relatively easy for me. I think that the I think what's been difficult is um, understanding everybody's strengths and weaknesses as you go along and you, mm-hmm. as you delegate. And you have to, uh, it's a moving target. You have to adjust and iterate because it's really important for you to match the work to the person that you're delegating it to. And that's really the thing that I'm currently mastering at the moment, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> and at the moment, I guess, you know, it's the whole, you know, the whole agency works if you have clients. So what's, you know, how, how do you spend your time finding clients at the moment? Believe it
1: or not, that's all automated. So oh, I don't wow. spend any time looking for clients. Um, I only spend time one when, uh, when somebody is qualified. Mm-hmm. They come to, you know, they're automatically uh, I I have an automated system in place that uh, the first touch point for a potential client is when they they're scheduled to go on an introductory call with me. If they're scheduled to go on an introductory call with me, that means that they've gone through that first qualify. They've passed the first qualification phase mm-hmm. and then I'm there to further audit their account just to see if they. They pass a second qualification phase, and then we put them through a third qualification phase before we actually put them into a contract. Now, the marketing channels—we have about four marketing channels, and all of them are automated. I, I haven't spent one dollar on ads at all. Funny enough, as being a Facebook advertising agency, but the, the key hire for me again—I focus all, all, all of, most of my time on uh, high uh, on on a making sure that our product is of high quality and Mm -hmm. our product is basically the results that we provide for our e-commerce clients. And that, and that really translates into are we generating profitable revenue for them that fits within their milestones, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and all of my time goes into product quality. Right. So the four marketing channels, So because of that, I knew I had to bring somebody in who was going to create these marketing channels. And if I could afford that person, again, understanding what my max hour, what my the max hourly rate that I can afford somebody at. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. So I spent about, uh, I would say, two days really just reaching out to my own network and Mm -hmm. asking if they knew somebody that could fit this role and that person was my b2b growth hacker and he implemented four marketing channels and put them on automation for me and i kind of mm-hmm. gave him the agency as a playground i said look i know you have a lot of ideas again he was had the same principles and values as me meaning he was really committed he was really passionate he had so many ideas to test and mm-hmm. i gave him a budget and i said okay here's you know here's a couple thousand and you know play with that and he didn't even use any of that 2,000. All he did was put in his time. And then he automated these four marketing channels. And so those four marketing channels essentially bring in all these leads on automation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we set up a LinkedIn bot, just to go into some uh, specifics. He set up a LinkedIn bot that specifically targets e-commerce executives and dec- founders and decision makers. Uh, he set up a private Facebook group um, that targets only, again, e-commerce founders or e-commerce ad buyers. Um, mm-hmm. Upwork continues to generate um, a lot of leads for us because I became a top-rated freelancer on there. And then the other channel is we we put out one long-form article every quarter. So mm-hmm. every three months, we do like a case study. And it's like everything you need to know about one specific Topic that's related to the e commerce world. Mm-hmm. It's a very long form article. We spend about two months creating it. And then we go through a distribution, uh, some distribution channels where we start just kind of promoting that on different uh, Facebook groups, yep. on our LinkedIn, um, you know, on our network. And that continues to generate leads for us. So,
0: yeah, that's amazing. And so you have one person helping you take care of that.
1: Yeah, I I basically uh, delegated and outsourced it to just that one person so that I can work on uh, ensuring that we are always constantly providing a high quality product to our clients.
0: Sure, sure. And then once they get qualified, you get so you basically get on a call with every um, every potential client that actually gets qualified. Okay. yes, yes.
1: And then I match them with the right ad buyer, project manager and uh, and team members. Um, Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. That, that's great. I mean, honestly, to be able to automate all of that and just sort of bring in the leads is, is wonderful because by the time you get on the phone with them, it's, it's relevant. You know, they have it. Wow. An- mm mm-hmm. That's really great. And I guess, uh, one of the last question I would have for you is, you know, you, you mentioned how personal growth was very important for you and your team. And, and so I wanted to ask if you had any, you know, you know, what would be the most influential book that you read recently or podcasts? If you could share any of that with the audience, that'd be awesome. Any recommendations? Yeah.
1: I have read many business books. I've listened to many podcasts. Yeah. The one that I recommend everybody to read is Principles by Ray Dalio. Yeah. Have you heard of it?
0: I did. I did actually. Yes. And someone else just recommended that recently.
1: (laughs) It is a game changer. And I think that it's something that you will continue to have by your side as a reference Mm -hmm. as you build. So it's not just like a one-time read. It's like a 10 times read. Yeah. As you go and evolve into different stages of your business. And you have to bear in mind, Ray Dalio has been in this game for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So all of these principles to him are proven principles that he's, he's tested as he built this multi-billion dollar. Company, and Mm -hmm. he's really down to earth, really practical, a little extreme in some sense, but a lot of those principles that he talks about, I've adopted into the agency, and they've worked out real well for me. So I think that that is one. I I give it out to my clients, the team members. They all they all read it. So yeah, Yeah. and even to new people that I meet, I'm like, okay, here's the book, and it really bonds us too. So,
0: oh wow, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Any podcast that you've been listening to?
1: Oh my gosh, my only podcasts that I listen to are just anything that is related to e-commerce and, and Facebook ads. Um, and they're all various uh, types of podcasts. And uh, I think that really, again, it just goes towards like anything that I feel like will increase the quality of our product, that mm-hmm. the end product that we give to our clients. Sure. I, yeah, I live and breathe what we do. So yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining and taking the time to chat with us uh, today. It's really, really great. And, um, you know, if, if people want to learn more about you and about your agency, um, do you want to let us know where they can find you? Yeah, there's two places. Um, you can find us on our
1: private Facebook group. Actually, we, we we give out all of our secrets on a weekly basis. And our private Facebook group is called Facebook ads for e-commerce growth. Just look mm-hmm. for the rocket ship emoji uh, when you do a search. And then we have a website, Sugatan.io, um, where you can kind of take a look around at some of our case studies.
0: Perfect. so we'll uh, we'll definitely add that to the notes of uh, of the podcast and the blog we'll uh, we'll uh, pull out from this and uh, yeah, thank you so much for today.
1: Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it and I really hope that it delivers value for some of your uh, listeners.
0: Thank you. thank you so much.